KC Covers Country. Let's go, bitches. It's Friday. All right, let's fuck this up. Hi there. My name's Casey. Oh, my gosh. The only country story to talk about this week, Sam Hunt. So, you know, we're going to get into it. And actually, what this, what you're about to hear is our initial reaction when the headlines first came out. Then fast forward to the next day and the news that came out the next day. And then the next day, because every day that we got to work, it just seemed like this story kept on spiraling. And we didn't know where it was going to go. So Sam Hunt, some other Luke Combs, NASCAR things, a pretty basic week. I'm not going to lie. I feel like all the country artists took a nap this week or at least saw what was happening with Sam Hunt and really took a backseat to the headlines. And I'm not upset about it. Also, we had Kit Moore just call us a little bit ago because he's performing tonight at the factory in Chesterfield. If you're listening to this on Friday, of course, you can grab tickets at 923WIL.com to come hang out with us. Or some more of us from the 923WIL crew will be at Hot Country Nights of course, at Ballpark Village. Tonight is Mitchell Tenpenny. And all I know is I had so much fun last year at Mitchell Tenpenny that I couldn't remember how I got home. And that was jarring enough. So I'm going to need a minute before I go back to a Mitchell Tenpenny show. Thanks for listening. Let's hop on in. Get it together, Sam Hunt. Yikes. Sam just joined Jimmy and Tiger's Boys Club. Oh. In the worst way. Okay, so in case you haven't seen the headlines, let me just walk you through it so that you don't have to. Whole synopsis. For 14 years, Sam Hunt had this on and off relationship with a woman named Hannah Lee Fowler. In fact, she moved to Hawaii, and when she did, he wrote an entire album about their relationship and named it after their hometown. That album went number one. We still play those songs on the daily on WIL. Next, he flew to Hawaii seven times within a few months to convince her to come back to the U.S. and marry him. Eventually, she did. 2017, they got married. They never announced that they were going to have a baby. But we found out that as of right now, she's about six months pregnant, due in May. And as of last Friday, she filed for divorce in the name of adultery and inappropriate marital conduct. Come on, man. Mm. So. So Sam Hunt cheated on his pregnant wife. Yeah. And it just like would... It's never easy to take, but it's the fact that this is not his first negative headline. Yeah. And I think, it, uh, and I've, I've, we've talked about this before in country music, you kind of shove this stuff under the rug. You don't talk about it. You give people their personal space, whatever. But I feel like in this situation, like you're, this is your wife's most vulnerable time. She needs, she needs you by her side through this entire pregnancy, right? And you're off going and doing those other things. Like, it's just, ugh. It says a lot about a person's character. And I wanted to give Sam Hunt the benefit of the doubt in this, but nah. I've always wanted to give Sam Hunt the benefit of the doubt because I feel like we were all, like, really rooting for him in the sense that before he was an artist, he was a writer. Like, he's written songs for almost every country artist you know. He's insanely talented yeah and just can't figure it out it also felt like a really awesome love story like he loved this woman so much that he was willing to go back and forth from hawaii and you know the white maximum with the sticker on the back you know all that stuff (laughs) like he 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 really really loved this person and it's so weird to me that this is like we're hearing about this now when she's pregnant this is how it ends it's just do you automatically like cut him off in your mind now as an artist with artists, it's hard because you hear negative headlines about everybody. It's all the time, yeah. But, like, I don't know. Thriller comes on, you might sing along to it. 
Yeah. Hate to bring it up, but Jason Aldean sort of had a similar scenario about 10 years. We still yeah. hang with him. I think there is a, de- there's definitely, I, I don't want to totally cancel, but there's also, it's just very jarring for me right now. It's very jarring. <laughs> and it's the fact that at the end of the day, it's really none of our business. Yeah. We just, this is our job. But other than aside from those two people, well, I guess maybe those three people, it's not for anybody to judge. It's just that it is kind of hard. Because now what do you do? Yeah, yeah. How do you feel when a Sam Hunt song comes on an hour? Country's so different because it seems like the audience and the the genre is much more wholesome than like what you might get in other industries. Where other industries, this kind of thing, it's almost normal. It's common and it's it's part of the attention that those genres or industries get. Yeah. I don't feel like country music is like that, though. No, it's not. It, yeah. We were just talking in the studio, like it, sports stars, like you're, you're talking about other genres or industries or whatever. Sports, this happens all the time. Uh, uh, we were talking about you know, like Michael Jackson, who had a lot of weird stuff happening in his personal life. A lot of weird stuff. Who is an amazing performer. So, are you separating the performance? Are you separating the, the talent from the personal life. Yeah. Can you do that? You know, but this headline comes out and we're talking about it. So here we, we are. Yeah. We posted it to Facebook and, you know, got some of your normal comments. Mandy said, I bet breaking up was easy in the 90s. <laughs> uh, Teresa said, everything can be fixed with forgiveness and setting pride aside. And Teresa, I just don't think. You and I are on the same page. It's a little fresh right now. <laughs> but I appreciate your positivity on a Tuesday. On Monday night, headlines about Sam Hunt took the internet by storm as we found that his six-month pregnant wife filed for divorce by the name of adultery and inappropriate marital conduct. Am I wrong that we we didn't know about this pregnancy? They were kind of doing a Kane Brown second child thing, not talking to anybody about it? Yeah, we didn't know about it and we're assuming that they were going to wait until it was born because she is so far along to make any sort of announcement or anything. Yeah. They mentioned in 2021 that they were planning on having a family soon, but it just came about. I'm sure this turmoil also hasn't just begun now. It's probably been happening for quite some time, so they probably waited because of all that, too, I would imagine. Exactly. So, last Friday night is when she went and she filed for divorce. People found out Monday night. Yesterday, the headlines went crazy. We talked about it here first and foremost as well. And as I log on to the internet today, I see never mind. She withdrew. What? And now this could mean one of three things. (laughs) Wait a second. This isn't going to happen now? This could mean one of three things. Okay. A, they had a really big fight and she filed on a whim before he knew it and they didn't get a chance to really talk anything out. Uh Uh-huh. B, he's not actually guilty of the things she accused him of and she found that out a little too late. Or C... She feels guilty and embarrassed about the headlines, especially as she's pregnant, about to bring a new baby into the world, who's now going to see all these headlines about its dad. And she's saying, never mind. Wow. Okay. So they're still going to be married then? Or are they just going into the shadows? With I don't know how you, I don't know about like divorce and how public that actually is. Like, are those documents public? Can everybody see those? Those documents are public. Um, but she withdrew and requested that 
the petition be voluntarily non-suited without prejudice, which basically means, hey, I want to withdraw this, but she still has the freedom to file again in the future and be taken seriously about it. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, that's the what, what a difference 24 hours can make. What a difference. <laughs> it was a different Sam Hunt with that girl. It wasn't this Sam Hunt. It was a different Sam Hunt. Their relationship has been really up and down and on and off for like 14 years. So it really doesn't surprise me that this happened because I kind of feel like they're fire and gasoline. Yeah. Like they're probably really awesome, but then they also probably are like throwing dishes across the kitchen. I'll be real upset if he's got new music coming out and this is kind of like a oh look I, over here thing. I highly doubt it. There's <laughs> way too much happening in his life right now for his publicist to let him put out new music. They're yeah. like, listen, you lay low. Any new music comes in 2024. <laughs> yeah. so, we'll see what happens. But as of right now, things are even twistier and turnier than we initially thought. Have you ever known a couple that's just like, yeah, you two are... An unhealthy disaster. <laughs> many, many couples. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think I'm starting to realize that about, once again, Sam Hunt. Oh, what now? And his Wait, wife. We, what happened now? So on Tuesday, we told you over the weekend, his wife filed for divorce as she is now six months pregnant and he has um, committed adultery and Un- allegedly, all Let's these throw like, that out there. big words that basically say that he is allegedly a cheater. Yes, and she's soups preg. And then yesterday, and then yesterday, the headlines changed to she withdrew. And we're like, well, maybe, mm. maybe it was a different Sam Hunt. She withdrew. Maybe he's innocent. Maybe it wasn't him. There, he's a good guy. There are all these reasons, like, okay, maybe she didn't have all the facts straight, or maybe like they didn't have time to talk about this before she filed. Maybe yeah. this, this, and that. Turns out. She filed again! What? <laughs> so, I don't know. I've never filed for divorce. I just don't really know how it works legally. But um, she did it in the wrong county. So she had to withdraw that file uh-huh. to do it in the correct county. You saying she wanted to break up in a small town? Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Hilarious. <laughs> so, it turns out they um, will be splitting up. And she, as I've mentioned before, is fighting for alimony and full custody of their unborn child. Um, yeah. What a mess. What a mess. Yeah. I'm kind of thinking, you know what, girl? I feel it. You take you take it and you go. Yeah. And you live your quiet life away from the spotlight because I'm sure it's going to be way healthier that way. I just want this unborn child to be unscathed. I like, know. I, I, I feel so bad for that because now it's like this is all happening and the child can do nothing about it. Not like the child could do anything about it at the start, but you always think about that. I always think that someday this kid's going to be 12 on Google, Google his dad and see some article from the year that he was born mm-hmm. or she was born yeah. and then see all this stuff. It's unfortunate. It really is. And... uh you know, this is I kind of this is what comes with being in the public eye, right? And yeah. also, divorce is a very public thing because TMZ is in your in your files nonstop. You know what I yeah. mean? They're they're digging for information. So yeah, so they should take their time. You know, take their time. Oh my gosh! Either way, it's hard to forget something <laughs> like this. You All right. are a disaster, man. <laughs> Either way, she's well, gonna make her miss him. <laughs> we are wishing 
both Sam Hunt and his wife and their unborn child all the best, but I don't think that we're going to be hearing anything from him for about a year or so. Luke Combs, bound to be a dad for the first time this spring. Someone with a career of his caliber spends a lot of time away from home, right? So oh my gosh, yeah. He's letting people know, setting the record straight before anybody even has a chance to speculate that he's not going to be a dad who just isn't around. He told a reporter in an interview over the weekend, I would love to have Nicole and the baby out at shows as much as they want to be, or at least as much as they can be, because I think that's important. I don't want to be a dad that's not around or the dad that you see on TV and go, oh, that's where he is today, I guess. Family is important to me, and I want to be the dad throwing the football to the kid. That's got to be so hard, man. Just over the weekend, you know, teaching my daughter how to ride a bike without training wheels. Not being there for those kinds of moments, I just feel like that's uh, that's got to be tough as yeah. an artist to miss some of those moments. An artist, yeah, they're just gone so much. Even when you see one at a concert, you don't think about the fact that that's their 50th show in yeah. a row. They haven't been home since last summer yeah. or when, you know, whatever the timeline is. And imagine trying to take a baby on the road. Like you would think it, like your kids, you know, getting around that school age, you would want them to be home so they could have kind of a normal life. But I can't imagine trying to take a young child on the road with you nonstop. Yeah, it's hard right. enough to live in a house with a six and a four-year-old. And we have a house where they can go other places. Not like, can bus. you imagine doing that on a bus? There's no other rooms. There's one. <laughs> it's in the back. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, he's going to have a really big spring whenever that baby does come. But he also had a big weekend because for the second year in a row, Luke got to sing at or perform a whole set at the Daytona 500. What do you call when NASCAR meets country music artists? Nash car. Nash car. That was good. I like that. Thank you. Yeah. My grandfather uh, was a courier who delivered paychecks uh, to the drivers uh, in Charlotte. I was born in Charlotte. So I just grew up around it, grew up watching it with my grandfather, and it was always something that I loved. And so it just kind of country music, NASCAR, man, just kind of goes together. Yeah. You know? yeah have Very to true. agree. <laughs> I feel like this might be a new tradition for the Daytona 500 when it comes to Luke Combs if they've done it two years in a row and obviously both years it's gone over so well mm -hmm. and I have this feeling that this might be a new tradition with them at least for the foreseeable future because he's really into it the I mean people that like NASCAR usually like Luke Combs as well mm -hmm. I think it's great but also what Chris Jansen's team really put out was he put out a music video like last week and in that video, he gave a big tribute to Dale Earnhardt um, a couple times throughout it. It's the Cold Beer Truth music video. I just posted it to our Facebook page, 92.3 WIL, if you want to go watch it there. And yeah, as the weekend was going on and, you know, Daytona 500 stuff is getting hyped up, his team really pushed that back out and was like, hey, by the way, you know, this is what we did a week ago. The video was actually yeah. really good. And he called up some of his more famous friends to do it with him. So Kid Rock, you can see in the music video. Um, John Casimus, the Alabama player, mm -hmm, is in the mm -hmm. video. Also, the Bass Pro Shops CEOs, because you know how big Chris Jansen is with the Bass Pro Shops. Oh, yeah. He's got the hats. Yeah. The whole video starts out with an image of Chris Jansen's grandfather with a Bass Pro Shop hat on that has to be, that video has to be like 30 years old. So the whole thing wraps up nicely, but they feature a lot of NASCAR-ish moments in it that I thought rounded out the weekend really well when it came to the Daytona 500. 92.3 WIL New Country for the STL. It's Remy, Casey, and our friend Kit Moore. How you doing, man? Hey, good, good to be talking with you guys, man. 
How's uh how's touring been going the first part of this year? We're just now getting kicked off. Um, I've been, you know, I, I take off every from December fifteenth. I play my last show, and I don't start back up until you know third week of February. Um, I go surfing every winter. So this is our first run back. Oh, wow. That's super exciting that we get to have you on your, um, at the beginning of it all. We're really excited for you to see the factory in Chesterfield. It's our newest venue in St. Louis, and it's just gorgeous. Yeah. I've heard it's amazing. So when you're when you're out there surfing, I know that you, you like to kind of go into seclusion when you're writing songs and things like that. Is surfing kind of like that for you? Are you thinking about songs, or are you just kind of, just this is your time to be with you? Surfing is the only thing in my life that, that um that makes me cut that mechanism off that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm constantly thinking music and production and writing and songs and, and just the whole keeping the whole machine moving and surfing is the only thing that helps me escape from that. So that's, that's why I make myself go do it every winter after touring for 10 months straight. Yeah. That's uh, I, I gotta say, I think being, being at, you know, one with nature, I feel like the ocean is just one of those things that's just so much bigger than us. And I feel like it, it tames the mind a little bit. Do you feel that way? For sure. I mean, like you're surfing in Honolulu Bay, somewhere like that, and you're you're looking out, and there's whales jumping up all over the place and stuff. It's the wild thing. Oh so my god! It's a pretty special place. I always think back to um, how you got to sort of announce that the Ford Bronco was coming back with the commercials when they really made that big announcement. And I have to ask: Do you drive a like? Do you have a Ford Bronco? I'm I'm supposed to be getting one in about two weeks. Oh, that's mm. awesome. That, that was- that Are you getting was, uh, like the really souped up like kinda, Sasquatch one? Yeah, that was kind of the deal with, with doing that commercial. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's a good deal. <laughs> so Kip, I, I got a question for you here. I, I know that you have kind of a, a thing with uh, Shania Twain. You got you got a, a past love for Shania Twain. I've got an issue because that's my crush, man. Uh, and we're, we're going to have some issues here. <laughs> Well, you're going to have to deal with it. <laughs> Something tells me Kip could take you in a fight. I don't know. Probably, probably. But yeah, I was curious. Uh, we were kind of talking about uh, some music videos and things like that, and I was looking back at some of hers and kind of that time, and uh, I know you've talked about some of the videos and that she had and how important those were for you growing up. Like, What's up with the music videos now in country music? Like, How important as an artist is the video to what you're doing now? Um, you know, I think it's still important if you create something that visually takes the song to another place. Um, but, you know, I think that we're such a culture of we're so overstimulated that it's really hard to get someone's attention where, you know, when you take when MTV first hit the scene, you know, I'm a little kid, you know, late 80s. And it's like your mind is blown watching some of those videos because you're just not used to seeing that stuff. But now it's just, it's such a norm that I think it's a little more difficult. Have you ever had any close encounters with wildlife? Uh, other than, you said whales, but like anything scary? Uh, you know, I have. I, I've had, um, I, I had a shark kind of circle me one time. Ooh. Oh, no. Not a good feeling. Are you able to get back in the water after that? Like, if I saw a shark out there, I'm not getting back in for a couple weeks, if that. Like, are you just back at it? It's just another, you know, another day in the water? Um... Yeah, I mean, I would I would go back out. I might be done for the day, but, but I would go back out the next day. <laughs> well, Kip, we appreciate your time this morning. We are super excited to see you tomorrow night uh, in St. Louis. Like like Casey said, it's our newest venue in St. Louis, and uh, there are, have been some country acts there who have broken it in a little bit for you, so uh, we're excited to see you. And uh, you can get your tickets at 923WIL.com. Thank you for being an inspiration, too. I feel like I don't want to touch my phone today. <laughs> hey, take care, guys. Casey covers country.
Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.